will become a Buddha. The sculpture itself had been made by the infamous Quanlin in the Sung dynasty between 960 and 1280, and had come into Lin Bao's possession through the thankful hands of a man he'd aided in fleeing the terrors of communism. In Lin's mind, the man had been gracious to the point of foolishness, but refusing the gift might have caused the man embarrassment, so it was his to cherish now. He studied its outstretched arm, held there in the traditional gesture of teaching, and it reminded him that his own limb must soon point to his nephew in judgment. His eyes moved now to the west wall, landing on the original painting of doves and pear blossoms. It had been painted on paper instead of the traditional silk, and was said to have inspired at least a dozen of China's most famous poets. One of them, he recalled, had written words that had brought him great comfort in times of stress. What were they? It was becoming exceedingly more difficult to remember things. Now they came. Again the snow-scented air calls me from dreams and again the doves on a small branch in my courtyard swell their chests with spring. Such beautiful lines, he thought. The old eyes moved now to the silken-clad figure that knelt before him, head bowed. His decision had been made. Han, you bring me no joy. You were and are eternally responsible for those in your care, and you have failed. His voice, soft at first, had risen somewhat. You should have seen the necessity to depart Cambodia with your goods and family long before now. Your eagerness to make a profit from a desperate people does you no honor. You forget what it was like when we left the mainland. You were but a boy, and I carried you, the son of my brother, who remained there to fight, in my arms. You and your sister were all that I carried. All else was left behind. Land, wealth, all that our family had gathered over two hundred years was gone. Yet I carried you, as you are my brother's son, and family must come before all else. Lin rested for a moment and then continued. All that survived of our family afterwards joined their few possessions together, and again we have built a name that is respected throughout all Asia. From Hong Kong to Port Moresby, the name of Bao is respected. Now you have caused us dishonor that must and will be erased. You left members of your family behind while saving your miserable self and your money. Lin looked again to the peaceful painting of the doves, composing himself in its serenity. This is my judgment. You will take all that you have saved, if necessary, adding to it the resources of our family, and use it to rescue those you left behind. Spent it wisely. Do not be niggardly. Bring our people to me, and you will be redeemed.
fail in this matter, and the kindest fate you could enjoy would be my permission to die by your own hand. Lin waved his arms in a gesture of dismissal. Go now. Leave my eyes until you have need of my assistance in whatever plan you arrive at. Lin Pao Lie, scion of an ancient house of merchants, leaned back and closed his eyes. It is a burden to be so old, he thought. But if Han fails, it shall be his failure, not mine, and the honor of the house will continue. While his family knelt around him, Lin Pao nodded, as old men will do, and fell asleep. The family bowed and departed silently, leaving the elder to his dream.